Yes, yes. Lee, can you hear me? Yo, yo. Yes, nice. All right, yo, ladies and gents, welcome to Andy Podcast. Started. I just want to say thanks to everybody that's been supporting season one all the way to season seven. And by the time you guys hear this episode, this will be season seven, episode ten. And you know, it's always a pleasure for me to um, to meet my fellow musicians from Oxnard, eight hundred five County, Oxnard, California, the whole Ventura County. It's just always a pleasure to like meet people. I've been networking with this brother for a little bit, and um, I want to give a shout to Kazi, one of the legends coming out from my city. Did some major things. Shout to the whole Stone Store Records movement. This next brother right here, man, was introduced to me by Kazi, and. Not only he's a percussionist, but he's also part of the ska band in Oxnard called Free Love Project 805. And not only he's a percussionist, he's also um, quite a bit of an Oxnard hip hop historian because um, you know he's from that generation that that really started the movement. And we're gonna chop it up today about lots of things, man. Ladies and gents, without no further ado, we got Lee Posey in the house. What's up, bro? Big up, big up, man. Just chilling, maximum relaxing. Pour it up. Uh, <laughs> nice. Thanks. Thanks for joining me on this Friday. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. First off, Happy New Year's. We're almost approaching 2023. You know. Word. 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 Yeah, that's a that's a long way, man. That's a long way. <laughs> that feels like long a long time. <laughs> but blessings, though, man. Definitely, definitely blessing. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your 2022? Ten being the best, one being the worst. Uh, I would say, shoot, I would give it a good, yeah, strong seven and a half. Ah, strong seven and a half. Because I, because I, I got to accomplish a couple of little things that I, that I wanted to do. You know what I mean? You looking forward to 2023? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yes, yes, yes. That's a, a, um, that sounds like a great year. And I, I don't know. For me, I just always like. I like the odd numbers, so you know, because <laughs> you know my birthday's on the 11th. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a Libra on the 11th. You know what I'm saying? And so, just oddness was always, you know, that's I guess a part of <laughs> how, how I rolled my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yo, Lee, I asked all my guests, man, where were you born and raised? Oxnard. I was, I was actually okay. I was actually born in Lubbock, Texas. Moved here. We moved here when I was three years old. We moved to Squires Drive before there was two apartments in Squires Drive. So, I, and then, so then, my dad, my dad came here by way of the Navy. Nice, nice, nice. Where's he and from? My, and he's from Lubbock, um, Texas. Texas, right on, right on. But uh, and then my mom is a musician, so she, my mom's a, a really big like gospel musician. So mm. that's another part of how we got down here. But, um, and so then I, uh, from three on up to, well, I'm here now, 48. I've been OX, OX for life, Ox, Oxnard. Every part of Oxnard too, you know what I'm saying? Word up. Where's mom Dukes from? Oh, my mom's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That, that's, that's originally, but um, she, she pretty much been down here her whole life um doing her thing she played for every church and probably every every baptist church in um this side of southern california i'm pretty sure yeah did mom and dad meet in the opera did they meet in texas oh they they met they met in texas <laughs> what year did you move out here what year did you guys move out oh that was 77 78 wow and how old were you then three Three years old. What was your first? What was your first impression of Oxnard? If you can, if you can remember, like, what's your first thoughts of the community? As as well, the remember. first thing, the first thing I think I remember seeing was um the Centerpoint, the Centerpoint Mall, and the Centerpoint Mall was like, it was like, because we mind you, like it, that was the country, so I was used to seeing country shit, and then um I came down here and then I seen that mall. It was. And I was bugging out because I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know if you can cut. If you can cut no, you, can. you can. You're good. You're good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what bugged me out. I remember. I remember that. That's the big. That's the first. <laughs> the first thing in Oxford. And it was it was J.C. Penney and um, I think Mervin's were was on the other side back in the day. 
Yeah, that that mall was like <laughs> it was popping yeah. back in the day. I mean, it's popping still for whoever they like, how they like it. But how it was back in the day, it was like some ah, some crazy shit. <laughs> you got you got siblings? Yes, yes, yes. I have a whole bunch of siblings. I have a, I have um, I have four brothers and three sisters. Four brothers and three sisters. That'll make you the eighth, the eighth sibling. Um, oh, no, I'm I'm in the middle. I'm smack dab in the middle. I am like the fifth. Um, what what junior high did you go to? Blackstock. Yes, represent, <laughs> represent your fullest. 1988, 1988, class of 1988, Blackstock. Represent to the fullest. <laughs> um, and I assume you went to Channel Islands High School, right? Definitely, most definitely. I went to uh, Channel Islands. That's where, <clears throat> that's actually where I met Matt Oh, yes, you were. Channel Islands. Um, but no, no, no. I think the transition from eighth grade to um, eighth, um, from eighth grade to high school. That's like during the summer. That was my, I don't know. It's what you call it. It's a. I, I just remember a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, but we went to Channel Island. That's where I met him. That's where I met Cat at, and like the whole crew, my other crew and shit, mommy and just. I met Kazi in, in junior high though. If you went to CI, you're from OX Fruit. Oh yeah, that's OX. Uh, we what you call it? That's a. It's like a. I mean, oh, Oxnard is it's, it's like a sacred place, man. I, I, to me, I just I, I just always tell folks because that's a, I believe in, and I don't care. Uh, you can be whatever you are, whoever you want to be, but uh, here everybody knows all around everywhere that Oxnard's a sacred place. Oxnard, it's a place that comes together. And when things are, I don't know if, hey, Marlon, I don't know if you ever heard, man. This is the craziest story, man. And I tell people this story, but because this is a, it's just real quick. I'm sorry, man. I just have to tell you this. This is oh, just how boy. Oxnard gets together when you got to understand. And people don't, I don't know if a lot of people know about this shit, but all right. It was, it was nonsense back in the day, you know. The racist cats came to the, um, to the OX man and, and the, the whole OX chased them out of this joint. It was all everybody. I mean every race was, was there to stand up. It was at the Civic Center dude I, I was like uh, I think like four four, four, maybe four five years old but yeah that's how Oxnard is. Oxnard is a big place and I've been all I know the whole like the circle everybody around it um, you know, when you're kids, you know, you out, you, you beef, <laughs> everybody knows that shit, but then things, everybody gets together. Every, Oxnard, it's an entity, man. Everybody, it, it's a, it's a thing that everybody sticks together to. That's what I stick to. Even when I go around like the world and shit, I've been to, I, I've been to Tokyo one time and shit just because of the music, but we say, we always rap Ox, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere. Everybody knows that about me. Every band I play in, in Ventura. <laughs> all day, all day. So, yo, man, um, you moved to Oxnard in 77. Uh, you were three years old. Like, by the time you reached junior high, by the time you reached sixth grade, what was your impression of the community? What was happening in the community? Oh, well, what do you remember? Well, seventh and, in, in my seventh and eighth grade, gangbanging was like, the, the thing if you're not gangbanging you weren't you weren't doing really nothing you know what I'm saying yeah. that was that was the main culture oh yeah and that <laughs> and that's a, and it's crazy because I, I I also was like in the foster home experience so it was like I switched from going living in Colonia to switch to um to the south side because we we moved from because we moved from squires and then we moved to colonia house in colonia and then when i went to the foster uh, um homes we we moved to the south side <laughs> so yeah that's what that's the journey was just like that's why i, I know pretty much everybody <laughs> i know everybody in this place <laughs> how old were you when you joined the foster system Oh, we, shit, that was fucking, 
dude, I was the first time we went in there. I was in the fourth grade. Fourth grade, so that was like eight or nine years old. Then we got out like real quick, and then I went back until I was eighteen. <coughs> but uh, yes, huh? Huh? you were in the foster system. Yes, yes, foster care, foster care. It was the. It was like you know just living with different families and shit. So that's how I met. That's how I met all the like my uh, a lot of my crew. So with that, and two with that being said, that's why I like these cats are like my brothers, because I depended on them cats when I was, you know, what I'm saying when I got when it, you know, when you get in some shit like that. I don't know, a lot of people don't know, but uh, when you get into some shit like that, and and you got to lean on your brothers, then we were doing my brothers. That's why I said, and cats, I said cats. I always tell cats that man, and and it's like, and they say you say it so freely that Mad Lib is your bro. Yeah, he's my bro because. I want to go. I'm telling. We've been through a whole lot, and it's just, it's, it's. That's who I connected with. You know what I'm saying? To, <laughs> you know, imagine being taken from your moms and shit. You know, nobody can. I mean, no one, not even mothers, could imagine that. So, when you be, when you're, when that happens, you have to lean on people, and that's what I leaned on a lot of, a lot of these cats. Marlon, Marlon Jones. Ask Daryl about Marlon Jones. He'll know. Your cousin, he'll know about Marlon Jones. But yeah, that was, it, it was very important. So, but. Can, they ask, can they ask you why you were taking them into foster care? Or is that a topic you want to? Oh, no, they're just, uh, you know, you know, the parents was, you know, it, it's a, it's different times where, you know, when, um, how can I say it? It's, you know, when different things are expected from what people think they're supposed to be, sometimes it doesn't work out. I don't know if if anybody could figure that out. <laughs> so it's kind of confusing, but that's what I do. But uh, yeah, but it was like that, you know. People expect people to be certain ways, and then they're, they're, they don't achieve that certain way. So then that's when you have to be removed because we believe in this certain way. And we got to follow that to the T. But hey, no everybody leaving this way. So, but yeah. Let me, let me ask you something, man. Um, yeah. Hearing your story, mm-hmm. I, I can tell like one of the real reasons why you're probably a musician is because you have some trauma in your life. Oh, yeah. And oh, no. Almost oh, that. Most that. Most that. The reason why I say that is because I have plenty of trauma in my life. And that's probably what fuels me to be a musician too. Oh, yeah. so, so let me ask you this, man. At 48, think, do you think you've gone through the process of healing through your trauma, or do you think to this day you're still kind of coming into grips of trauma? And oh no, no, I'm, I am, I am healing. I'm healed from it. I'm just, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Uh, maybe some of the trauma from from childhood or from adolescence growing up, you think that fuels some of your creative juices and your creative creative uh, creativity? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh no, that oh it definitely um, um, a tribute to it. It's in my mother especially too. That my mother is one of the the main ones. So yeah. that's that's why I play. Amen. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, man. What was your earliest recollections of music? I know your mom was a gospel singer, but well, oh. it doesn't even have to be hip hop. But what was like your first, just oh. like, first music? Was it some a song that you heard or mom? Oh, right off the bat, it's it's gospel because that's all that like <laughs> that's all that was played in the household growing like when we were younger and shit. You know, gospel. They didn't play nothing else. It was <laughs> it was just gospel. So it's a lot, lot of gospel just mm-hmm. i mean and then but then what happened is my older brothers would play the hip-hop this was like you know when the shit was starting to pop 78 79 mm-hmm. sugar hill gang and then and the gap band because you know they were doing the little the little rap back in the day too and shit so this they were starting to show me all that shit like 70 78 79 because I old, had older brothers, um, eight, nine years older than I am. Wow. 
so yeah they were listening to the shit when it was like really and it's another thing marlon that's what i tell a lot of folks that's why i take it serious and yeah I'm, i always have to debate with people because it's just the way we had grown up in hip-hop it was just how we <laughs> seen it and how we kind of formed it the way we liked it and how that's that's how i think it's creativity and doing whatever to what you want to so it's it's much different it's a lot of the same thing today but you know to each his own i still go dance to it i'm gonna tell you i don't dance i don't go dance <laughs> i do not not go dance with the women you know what i'm saying i'm still gonna dance to it but <laughs> it's probably not something i probably would listen to on, on the regular but i like some of the songs i like uh, some of the new stuff i mean it's pretty good I just it's it's preference and no one and I have grown to know that like everybody has their different preference <laughs> it doesn't matter what you like it doesn't matter what I like it's that you like it and it's that I like it that's what I'm saying that's my <laughs> that's that's my um get down right there because everybody that likes their own shit so but I just <laughs> because but then at the same time, what you call it was um, how um, how the hip hop was kind of uh, what is it? Uh, what is that? That was it's, I guess policed. I guess you could talk call it hard, and I don't know. I don't know. It was much different. Everybody just sound different. You know, we was we we were in that era. Do you know that eighty eight era, Marlon? Mm -hmm. That eighty eight era is when when all this stuff came out. That's when EPMD came out first EPMD you got to show that's when Air B for president came out we was like wow you know what I'm saying that's when KRS-One came out which one what KRS-One what's that one my philosophy all that so you just imagine that's what we were accustomed to and that's hey, sometimes people stick to how their guns were and they don't got to follow everybody else's guns you know what I'm saying who was the first MC that you met in Oxnard like the first the one that first you <laughs> Oh my goodness, I have to, because my brother's friends were rapping and I did the one, the, I guess it would be, I guess it was Nutty D. I mean, and I, and I guess I, I, I hope I'm saying it right. Um, it's Derek and Derek, and it was his, his brother, what's his brother's name? Gosh darn it. I gotta figure out, but his brother was one of his, one of the first rappers i seen i seen him rapping in the garage and it was <laughs> it's it so crazy because he it was a uh, contest it was uh, uh the old heads in oxnard would know what i'm talking about it was the baby ruth butterfinger contest so you had to rap rhyme about baby ruth and buddy butterfinger and it's like it was, a, it was like um q uh i think q105 yeah q105 <laughs> wow. the old, only the old heads know about that <laughs> Cause that was like 85, 84, 85 were. <laughs> so I, I see, I see his brother. That that was the first MC. And I'm his name is gonna come to me. He's got his name is gonna come to me. But they were they were um MCs, but they were like gangbangers though at the, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Who was the first DJ that you personally knew with two with two pairs of turntables? Oh, the first. Let me think. Let me think. I, in your group, in your in your group, in my group. Oh well, you know, um, DJ Rome's and and Otis was always um, the what you call it too was always a DJ too. Right on, right on. Yeah, they out and and Can Kick DJ Can Kick is pretty much uh, that's um, my art. We had like two separate crews too. It was um, it was the farm and it was um, CDP Crate mm -hmm. Diggers Palace. I'm pretty sure you heard of them cats. Amen, amen. But the farm, you know, is is, is can kick. So can kick has always had turntables too. Sick. Now, who was the first one that you witnessed really making beats in front of you? Oh well, that's oh that's easy one. That's um um Otis Madlib, because yeah. Otis. What happened is that's when we had the, the crew. It was called ICP. We that's what <laughs> I was telling you about your your cousin, Unique Styles. Yeah. Uh, the, the, that's what we had ICP in high school so Otis that's when we formed that first um, like the hip hop crew was me um, Madlib Kazi um, 
who was who else was in that um guys we had this one cat name his name was eduardo but i forgot his name his um his rap name and then who else guys oh victor victor lopez no good hoods no goods you know it was like a um that's one of the first i think it was an ep that um if i'm pretty sure like i said i'm doing don't quote me on these things but if i'm pretty sure that's one of the first ones that um madlib then madlib did the um a side and i think can kick did the b side classic shit i think that's it i think that album's worth like 500 dollars now sick, sick. <laughs> now as far as your uh, experience being a percussionist when did that start, when did that start developing you play the cargoes and the drums that was pretty crazy i don't know what you call it my friend casey everybody knows casey Casey was like one of the only cats that had the dreadlocks back in Oxnard and everybody used to trip on him. But but Casey's the one who like hit me. He's like, hey, I seen him on the, on the road one time and he just said, <laughs> it's like Oxnard is so small. Hey, hey, Lee, man, you think you can, uh, you can learn how to play percussion? And, and most, it was, see, congas, it's mostly, it's like what I do is percussion too. I do a little bit of everything, Marlon, like, you know, the bells and the whistles, you know, that's what everybody, that's what I always say. <laughs> the bells and the whistles, and literally the bells and the whistles, like the, the sounds, and uh, the tambourine, and the kabasa, and, you know, they're just different different sounds, and then plus the, on, the, on top of that, the congas too. How, how old were you when you started playing? Oh, that was, I think I was 25. Congas? Yes. Uh, how about the drums? No, no, no drums. Just, just the congas. Congas okay. and the bongos. How, how old were you when you started doing the bongos? 25 years old. Nice. Right on, right on. Let me ask you this, man. Tell me about your band, Project oh, 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 805 Free Love Project. 805 Free Love Project. Yes, sir. Tell me about the formation of this group. How did you guys form this band? Well, oh, well, 805 Free Love Project. See, and that's a, that's a whole nother, like, realm right there. It's a, it gets crazy, Marlon, because um, 805 Free Love Project is the, the leader of that one is is my, my boy, um, Zorba. Zorba. Zorba is is one of the creators of Sky Daddies. The Sky, the Sky Daddies is one of the legendary bands in Sil- from Silver Strand um, that... Um, toured all over, and just just legendary. Just um, from Silver and Silverstrand is another, like it's, you know, I don't know if you heard of the Nardcore. Nardcore is um, it's like punk rock. It's Doctor yeah. No and um, Solace Thirteen. That's a, um, that's my lead guitar player Zorba. That's his brother. So that's another. That's a whole big. They're they're worldwide too. Look that up. If you ever get a chance, Marlon, they're they're Oxnard too. So, so Zorba, so Zorba um, formed um, Free Love Project, and so and Free Love Project is basically like um, I guess you could say like a, a backing band that backs a lot of different lead singers. So we've had like just a, just a plethora of singers and 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 stuff and you know um we we had everybody from maury from um dirty rice um we also had mikey from legalizers this is once upon a time they're no longer with us because like i said we have different singers but um we also had levi from um, rising sun these are all local bands they were all they all played in this in this band once upon a time and um but now that we have um we do we use uh, another singer from la um his name is stevie isatar he's from la around here too but another cat but that's a whole but see that's like with the sky daddies and um the nardcore it's a whole big entity to punk it's basically it's just like the hip it's like the hip-hop and oxnard has a mark in the hip-hop category you know what i'm saying oxnard has a mark in hip-hop category just like that the nardcore has a hip uh 
a mark in the punk category. They're in, they're a part of punk, just like Oxnard is considered. Like, oh, we know it's hip hop. Same oh, thing, yeah. and they've I been. Wanna... Huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Huh? S- same thing, and and they're and and these cats are about what they <laughs> what they do, but they've been doing it. And I'm I'm not I I don't know a lot of it, and I know, and I like a, a um some of it too, but um yeah, it's legendary stuff. But um, the Sky Daddies were, and Sky Daddies are the, they were around um, during that Ska breakout. That's like around in the early 90s. Um, I would say, yeah, early 90s, like 91. That's when the Ska, like all over Southern California, you had, uh, of course, uh, uh, you like the No Doubts and stuff like that you know the the big ska bands and then you had like um who else was i'm trying to think of this um gosh darn it the untouchables la cats la cats untouch untouchables that's ska and yeah big bands like that that was the southern california ska scene was just on fire and they were a part of that ska scene and Oh yeah, and that's another one. Like I said, that's another one to look up. Sky Daddies, they do. It's a very, it's a, it's a part of that, <laughs> that scene. And yeah, like I said, that's I, I just know a lot of the different cats, Marlon. Man, I just dwell in the whole Oxnar circle. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon. What do you think? What do you think is it about Oxnard that leaves a mark on the industry of the music industry? Whether it's hip hop, oh man, it's or what is it about us that just Oxnard has is just a talented place, man. It's just like a lit. I think it's a hidden gem, and you know, it's a, it's just, it's something about it. I guess I, like I said, I I love it. I've been I live. I think I live away a few times but I always move back though you know what I'm saying but I love Oxnard it's but it's I think it's a hitting gym and a lot of times they be hitting and it hits and people are like oh my god then they like oh that's Oxnard yeah so they were they were doing it during the and like the early 90s probably a little bit of late 80s because um yeah that's it was uh he's um and that's Zorba so Darren Dor- Darren Zorba Cruz, um, he's they call him um, the <laughs> he'll be he'll be, up, he'll be tripping. Uh, they, they called him they call him the uh, he's from Silver Strand, so they call him um, Strantana. <laughs> but he's a he's a great he is a fantastic guitar player, man. Great, fantastic. But yeah, yeah that's man. Free Love Project. He created it. I want to give shots to the hardcore scene in the Ox. Sometimes I gotta be honest, you know, like me being so just so consumed with hip hop. Sometimes I forget that my city, besides hip hop, is also known for other things. And I just want to say, besides music, we have some great boxers come out the hood. Man. Oh, most you know, deaf, most deaf, most deaf. You know, we just gotta keep it real, all right? Oh, most deaf. Uh, Fernando, Fernando lived right next door to my friend Fred. No doubt. And let me, and I just want to add that um, I think in the city that's often overlooked because we are one hour past LA, I think we had to struggle with our own identity and find, it's almost like a city that's away from the action. We kind of made our own action. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> we had to make it lit in our own way because we were yeah. away from the metropolis, you know? Exactly, um, exactly. And as much as we hate to admit it, but yeah, gangbanging culture was a huge part of Oxnard. Yeah, that, that was a... And then you see, and then the, you, know, you know that everybody knows the deal, Marlon. When you see these cats, they're getting all the women. You're like, oh man, that's, hey, I want to be with these guys a little bit. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? For all the brothers that got caught up in the, in the gang life, and for those that didn't, you know, for some reason, how do I say this? If I knew someone in fourth grade that ended up getting jumped in the gang by the time we reached high school, 
they, it, it was always respect there still because hey we knew each other when we were young you know and uh, it was never like that it was like some yeah, people got caught up and some people didn't but it was, yeah. it was respect it was, it respect yeah, that it was all love it was still respect you know it's definitely most there, was, there was like unwritten rules in the hood that we knew we just knew not to cross you know yeah. it was almost like it was almost like street politics that we adapted quick like we just knew what to do what to not do yeah, and for, for those who are fortunate enough to find music I think music saved a lot of us from trouble oh most definitely most that that is one thousand percent saved us from the trouble that was about to happen you know yeah it's always that was the, that is let me ask most, you this most we got a chance to build a little bit on the phone <coughs> and we were talking about the legacy of Oxnard and how much it kept going you know and how do you feel when you see Hamilton Path on Super Bowl and when you see Madeline oh, on Nature Path <laughs> on Saturday Night Live you know almost Oh my goodness, that's like that—that's feats, you know. And cats be like, "Hey, I'd be always tell every time I see uh, Mad Lib on something different. I always tell, I was like, man, yeah, that's, that's the homie. He's doing his thing, yeah." You motherfucking right, you know. I'd be like, man, goddamn, too, and like, hey, Saturday Night Live, the biggest shit that like everybody watches all over the world. I'm like, God, yeah, yeah, mad, mad props, man, mad props. That's, you know, the, the affiliations that we have it's like um mf doom and jay dilla knew what's up with the ox that's for sure almost that oh yeah yes yeah yeah they were they know, they know. Oh, yes I, I i i think i was just listening to what you call it just the yeah. other day that um mf doom i mean that mad villain <laughs> you know what oh I yeah know, and you know what i know dr dream knows about what's up oh yeah yes, yes. Most yeah. Most yeah. And I they, didn't the cat have I think he had him here right here at Pacific Center. Yeah, he did. Dr. Dre did it. Yeah, hey. You know what I'm saying? I see what I'm telling you, Marlon, it's like all the way around for me with the with the OX. Even with these like you said, um the athletes and the boxers, even even with the football players, when I hear Oxman, I'm bigging them up. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. That's how I do. And everybody <laughs> Everybody knows it. Yeah, man, we got <laughs> you. Got you, um, man. Let me ask you this. What's what's next for 2023 for the band? What you guys got cooking up next? Ah, uh, yeah, man. I, um, we're going to uh, do some... We're going to be having some special guests singing in the band. And probably bringing a little sky back to... <laughs> back in the scene everybody just stay tuned because everybody needs a little more sky everybody gets it gotta have some more sky so most definitely bring some more sky back into the scene right? nice. <laughs> what's your thoughts on the music industry in 2022 like what do you um, think of the ways this has changed like i know you've oh, been it's around. changed tremendously what's the difference right now well the, the the difference from when i was growing up of course because two we, we used to be tripping right i was just telling like people like we were there i guess we since like helping build the culture and staying by it when a lot of people were like oh man this will never this will never last you know what i'm saying i think people the the, the people who were there then they have the right and then sometimes a lot of people might argue they don't have the right but i think they do have the right to like be like hey yeah it's changed it's changed like a mug and it's i mean cats are getting mad chips a lot of money whole bunch whole bunch of money nobody hates on nobody's money but it's it's, uh, it's different it's different <laughs> like i said that that was the time when i grew up marlon went to, that was eight i went to that's when i when i really started hanging out with mad lib and them and so what the thing was with us we just like go um to the warehouse and get tapes and shit so everybody <laughs> everybody would get a different tape of somebody different or a different hip-hop somebody coming out like like a groovy chill i don't know if you even know who 
Groovy Chill is. That's the cat. He was a, he, he was a, he was on house party and shit. The dancer cat. I mean not I mean not the dancer cat. He was a dark skin cat. Groovy Chill. But he was an MC. So we would get all these different um, um, tapes, mainly like um, uh, New York, a lot of New York shit. Um, that's where we discovered the, the EPMD, like I told you and shit. That's the, and you know, all them cats was always wrong, especially Redman from the, from back then to now, Redman is still killing. <laughs> so Redman, when Redman first came out, that was like the type of stuff we would do. We would like get those tapes, uh, Pete Rock, and especially like lots of Pete Rock shit, lots of um, large professor, extra p you know all those cats so the cats spitting that's what we just became accustomed to and the thing is like i said everybody you can't say like i said everybody has their own thing whoever you have your everybody has their own thing and that's the shit we we love and that's the shit we stick to and everybody do their <laughs> keep it too and so like right now marlon what i'm really feeling is that griselda joint them, them griselda cats <laughs> are killing I love I love that that type that type hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That raw like ah like that, right? They're killing it. Yeah, they're killing it. I, I love them cats. And plus, Madlib did some stuff for them too. Mm. Um, the female MCs. Who are the female MCs you're feeling these days? Oh shoot, no doubt. MC Light is MC Light. I think MC Light will light up anybody to this day. Uh, they don't give MC Light uh, enough props, man. MC Light was just, ah, I was just listening to that cha cha cha. That's when, like, there was no female MCs, but like two or three, and MC Light was one of them. He, she was lighting it up because they had to keep up, keep up with them, with the men. Cats don't don't give the older females enough credit. I think they should get more. And like um, Sweet Tea, Sweet Tea back in the day, man. Yeah, that's the shit we was on. Marlon, you know what I'm saying? It was the New York chicks, you know, and who else? Um, even Miss Melody, Miss Melody was killing back, like, yeah, there's some, you know, the OG, OG chicks, man. Them kicks, them chicks had to, I mean, Yo Yo, of course, too. How about this? Let's say in 2022, who are you feeling like these last five years that came out recently? Uh, rap, um, like, like this, this rap, rap period. Yeah, Rap City is one of them. I think she's coming up under ninth one. Oh, the Rap City, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She got flow. I'm, I'm, and I'm always like Remy Ma. Remy Ma still was always raw. I'm sorry, man. Remy Ma always. I, I liked her rawness all the time, man. Cause she, that's I like her. And uh, who else? Who else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's not too many. There's, I don't know. There's a whole bunch, but they like. It, what I listen to is like, you know, it's not too many, but um, I think it, um, two. I would have to, you know, sometime. Um, what's that chick's name? I'm trying to think. I see. I can't really think of her name, but the raw ones though, like the ones I name, man. Them, especially Yo Yo too back in the day, man, because she was like. She was like one of the only ones down here repping when all the dudes was <laughs> was doing their thing. What you think of this new Mount Westmore album with Too Too Short e Forty and Steve? Oh yes, 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 yes. Especially no, I love them all. I love them all. I, I was <laughs> I was just listening to Freaky Tales. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this is that's, this is because I have like a, a a crazy rotation so. I was just listening to um, Freaky Tales. These are the tales. The Freaky Tales. These are the tales. I tell so well. We had the, that shit back in the day. I think, what, when did that come out? I think 87. 1987. Oh my gosh. And yeah, and, and, I, and I seen E40 in concert. And I would love to go see E40 again in concert. I think I seen them twice in concert. Marlon E40, man, killing it. And Ice Cube, I've never seen, but I would like to see Ice Cube in concert. But and, have you heard and, this new album? Have you heard this new album that they got about Westmore? Yeah, I heard some of it. I heard some. I heard some. It's dope. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like that. 
and two marla you know when we was coming up too it was like they uh, the west coast that was like west coast was had the had hip-hop by the neck back then and that's when like everybody was starting to come out when death row and everybody was when every when west coast had the shit popping because every you know it moves all the time you know it moves to the south it was in the it was in the west i mean the way we got it and the way we got it was from the east coast we listened to a lot of the east coast shit and then it moved down here to the west coast and now they the south it's in the south so you know it moves around i mean i can dig it i mean but like i said i i listen to what i listen to and i love i love the i like the um i've always loved the masterpiece stuff too mm. Master P. Um, the old Master P. I haven't heard, I don't know if I, I haven't really heard any of the new, but like the old Master P that uh, Mr. Ice Cream Man, <laughs> that was, mm-hmm. that was dope. And, and once again, though, Marlon, it's, it's, you know, it's different stuff. It's, it's creative, different stuff. Like, it's not the same. That's, and then I'm not saying all, everything's the same now. It's just, this stuff is, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but the, what I listened to, was, it was not the same. Like, no one sound the same to me. So, <laughs> so, but everybody, everybody was different and did their own thing. But mad props. Oh, and two, I got like a different. I got some. It's crazy because I had, I went to these these um, events with a f- couple of friends of mine a couple of times. I went to the iHeart joint. I went to the iHeart music joint. I think that's all. That's all like the the new hip hop, um, the new rap, and then I and then I went to that street jam, funky. I was like, it was like a whole different world for me, Martin. I never, <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I didn't. I was like, man, because the last one, the last hip hop joint I had went to, I think, <laughs> I think this was like, I but it was like a festival that was like it was Cypress Hill was the was the uh, headliner and um, the licks were opening up for um, they were opening up for um, for them and the lick um, the loop pack was was gonna, was supposed to get on stage they didn't get on stage but we got to see the show but that was but it was <laughs> that was like one of the the last like it was like a, a big huge thing. And this is like when Cypress Hill. Oh, that's another. It, hey, Marlon, too. Can't forget Cypress Hill, man. I love Cypress Hill. That first, that first Cypress Hill is like my favorite shit. I, I bump that to this day. <laughs> Cypress Hill, yeah. Yes, that, that to this day, just wow. And every time they came down here, man, I was try to check them out a few times, man. Cause they, I love Cypress Hill. Those are like that. Like I said, this my shit is kind of all over the place, but like it's like more of the older cats, you know what I'm saying, Marvin? That's what I that's what I I choose to listen to, you know, as far as hip hop. And and like I said, and two, dude, the, the, did you say like the the new 2002? I mean, 2022 cats? Yeah. Oh, well, let me think. I think. Well, oh, as far as the um, dudes. Uh, female or dudes, just anybody within these last. Oh well, let's, well, I finally got to listen to that um, Travis Scott because um, the um, chicks at my job they were like, we went to go here chilling at the crib and they were and they put the Travis Scott. I was like, man, I like this. I I have to watch. <laughs> that was like, but it was dope. That and then I and then what's the other one? What's his name? Oh. The, the, as far as the younger cats too, uh, right now, Cole and, and that and that, um, and Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, um, is that man is amazing. That's that's the new yeah, Marlon. That's who I'm really feeling. Kendrick Lamar is amazing, and J Cole is shit too. But I love I love I think I would love I love Kendrick Lamar just. Kendrick Lamar does the damn thing. Big up. And and West Coast, word up. Yeah, man. Let me ask you this. Uh, one of the things that's going on in hip-hop right now is um, it's 
a lot of violence. We lost a lot of rappers this year. What's your thoughts on this uh, this violent culture that that's been happening, man? We we got rappers getting killed. It seemed like almost every week, every month. What's your thoughts on that? That's pretty. That's just it's a trip to me, I guess, because I didn't remember. Um, I, like I said, it was a more of the hip hop that we were listening to was gang banging, and you know, it, it people here and there was doing the I mean, it was was getting was dying and shit, but it and shit, and that was gang banging and shit. I'm like, these guys MCs, but it was you know it's more limited MCs than too. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I just policing of, of how people how like the upholders of hip hop used to be like man yeah you got you know you got to do it like this like I this the craziest thing dude I remember when when I heard um you know that keep on moving keep on moving when I heard that um, it had the hip hop drums, right, Marlon? And this is like how hip hop cats like us were. We're like, man, they can't be using no no hip hop drums on their arm, no no singing and shit. That's how deep hip hop we were back in the day. Everybody would tell you the cats would cats would tell me. I I I would hit mad to that shit if if I ever hear him because I mean, if I ever see him and shit because he remembers that shit. It was like. Man, you can't be using those hip hop, hip hop drums on <laughs> what you call it. And the R&B singing and shit. But times have changed, you know. It's it's a different world, man. You gotta. It's like I said, it's making looters and mad people are getting are eating eating off of it. I just stick to the culture, though, man. I'm hip hop, graffiti, break dancing. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I stick to and shit. Shout out to the characters. You know, we had the, the, the group characters too. That's another, that's a whole nother, um, what you call it. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother tell and shit. Everybody. <laughs> Cause that's another part of the, um, of, um, the up there, Marlon. That's the dancing that we used to also do back in the day. I used to do, it was, um, they were still getting their rap on, but they were, but we had the, the hip hop crew. The characters and everybody in Oxnard heard of the characters. That's another whole entity of Oxnard. That's the battling zone. That's when we, when cats were just battling. It wasn't really no like unison battling. It was just one on one battling, battling for for hours. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but but char- character that was um, Brian Dades, Cudell, Dre the main characters man everybody that's hip hop another entity of hip hop and that's how we do we love the hip hop and so then that's when the loop pack was formed and that's when um can kick was also in the loop pack back in the day that was like back in the day i don't know if you ever you were hip to that or um that was way back in the day like when Lupac started like in high school. Ken Kick was was down with the um, Lupac, but um, that's but during that time, that was when we were dancing. Right on, right on. So, Man. so, so Marlon, I, that we would serve every like cat that they would come from like cats would come from San Diego, they would come from L.A., they would come from Santa Maria, they would come, and they would come from all over them places and they were looking for us and be like hey. Oxnard, hello, you there? So, yeah, I got <laughs> nobody decided to call me right now but this is before like computer technology so it was just word of mouth dude so these cats were coming from Santa Maria, I remember the cats Santa Maria and, and a lot from a lot of different parts of LA cats were coming from but um, San Diego too different parts of San Diego they were coming all the way down here to to battle so but that's the characters characters that like I said that's a whole nother thing but at the same time it's a part of hip-hop too <laughs> I let it now let me ask you this 2023 is coming soon what, what are some of your resolutions for this coming year what are you trying to accomplish for this coming year bro 
Oh, just make more music, man, you know, and, you know, send positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? Go on vacation. Go on vacation. <laughs> now take some good vacations, Marnie. Everybody needs good vacations. Yeah, good. I'm trying to go. Oh, shoot. I like, I like hitting Hawaii every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Hawaii is always good, man. That's my... But yeah, and make some and make some good music. Like I said, bring a little ska back to the people's ears and stuff. You know, a little something, something. Get some dancing going because ska always gets people dancing. Believe you me. <laughs> I love it, man. So let me ask you this, bro. Where do you see the Oxnard hip hop scene in five years? Oh damn! Oh damn! It's shoot making another move right about now, man. Shout out to Ono and Two, man. Oh no, oh no, it's amazing, man. It's it's <laughs> Marlon. It's just so crazy, and when he he lets me what when I go and just hear all this. Of course, I know it's just like man, just going to his studio and then he'll just play me like a million things. I'm like, god damn, yeah, he's he's amazing. He's an amazing guy. And the thing about Ono, I remember when we first started in high school, he was just like, he was, I think he was 10 years old or 11, but he wasn't doing the hip hop yet, not then. But but Ono's an OG though, but he was just um, barely young. He was younger cat. That's when we used to go to Otis's house, Mad Lib's house and record. Once again, that's ICP. That's another crew. <laughs> so... Yo, man, it's been a really pleasure talking to you. Do you have any announcements for the people out there for the next shows? Anything you want to announce? Oh, we're doing, um, what you call it? Um, we're doing uh, Miss Olsen's um, tomorrow. Uh, members of the Free Love Project and um, Rising Sun is going to be um, playing. But members of the Free Love Project is going to be playing with Rising Sun. And... Um, it's going to be a, a big celebration. Oh, and Stephanie too. Stephanie and the, I forgot, I forgot her, the, the name of the band. Steph, but Stephanie and her band are going to be playing there too. So it's going to be a big, big thing. So. No, good shit. Well, man, you have a very safe, happy New Year's, all right? Be safe out there, man. Kill that show tomorrow. And I'll be in touch, Lee. Almost deaf, most deaf, man. If it. Hey man, I might want to hear this, man. If you you could send that joint to me or something. Which joint? Like this this interview. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll definitely keep you updated, brother. Uh, I'll give you the details right now. All right, when we get off the phone. Um, yeah, I just really want to appreciate your stories, bro. Good luck with everything, and uh, thanks for sharing, Lee. Oh, most deaf, most deaf, Marlon, most deaf, most deaf. I always appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I'm going to hit you back on the text right now. All right? MD Podcast, we did it. Yo, Lee, peace and love. Thank you. Peace, man. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace.